You are listening to the Purpose Church High School Ministry Podcast. Whether this is your first episode or you've heard them all, God has something to say to you. Our vision is to see every student everywhere following Jesus, and we hope this message helps you take your next step in your faith. To learn more about our high school ministry, visit our website, purposechurch.com HSM, and check us out on Instagram at purposehsm. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome. Tonight is such a special night. Um, we had an amazing run of spiritual grandparents and the generation's ministry uh, for like four or five years, and then the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, we had to stop it. And it's been something since 2020 that we have wanted to resurrect, that we have wanted to see come back, because we have just found it has been so beneficial to bring the generations together, to give an opportunity for spiritual grandparents and for students to interact with each other, to connect with one another, to learn from each other, to do life together. And so this to me is like a dream come true. And students, I just want you to know this. You are incredibly blessed. I don't know of any other church that does something quite like this. And Nick and Haley, Pastor Nick and Pastor Claire and Haley and Miranda, they have worked so hard to get these spiritual grandparents in this room to pour into you. And so students, you are incredibly blessed. And spiritual grandparents, I want you to know, we are so grateful for you. The fact that you would give up a Wednesday night where you could be doing anything else, that you would give up a Wednesday night to come to a room full of teenagers. We don't always smell the best, just being honest, okay? We got a lot of energy, we're excited, Excited, and the fact that you would come here to make an investment in us means the world to us. And so if you're a spiritual grandparent, would you mind just standing up? And students and leaders, could we give them a round of applause? Spiritual grandparents, stand up. Amazing. 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 Well, hey, famous last words, but I'm going to try to preach quick tonight. I'm going to try to preach a short sermon tonight. Every pastor says that, and then it's the longest one they've ever preached. But I'm going to try to be short because I really want you guys to have a good 45 minutes in your life group time to get to know each other. Uh, this is the beginning of a new relationship, uh, a new friendship, a new spiritual connection. And so we really want to give you a lot of time for that. Just to give you a few heads up about the few things that are on your chairs, uh, students, leaders, spiritual grandparents. The first one is we have our reading plan that we're going through as a church. Uh, students, junior high and high school students, we are reading alongside the whole church. And so we want you students in your Bibles every day. We're praying that for you. Uh, this is the reading plan. We're going to be giving these to you every single week. So you can follow along as your spiritual grandparents are reading. And then also we have this specific generations uh, quarter sheet for you that gives a few of our big ideas we're going to be talking about tonight. But then on the back is the discussion guide. And so students, leaders, spiritual grandparents, you guys can be looking at that. Um, your Leaders, your life group leaders will be leading those conversations tonight, um, but we are really, really excited. You know, meeting someone new, meeting someone new can be a, a really uh, a difficult or challenging thing, right? Like, and, and that's what we're doing tonight is for a lot of us, we're meeting some new people that we haven't interacted with. And whenever you're meeting someone new, there's really one goal. And the one goal is this, find common ground, Right? You're trying to find, if you think about any time you've met someone new, you're trying to find some common ground with them. Or there's kind of like a, a secondary goal, and that's just to not make things awkward, right? Like, that's the goal. Like, don't make things awkward, and try to find some common ground. 
And so the reason we ask questions whenever we meet someone new, the reason we listen to answers and we lean in is because we're looking to, ho- we're looking to hopefully find some common ground. We're trying to figure out what values do we share. We're trying to figure out what experiences have we had in common. Are there any interests that we share? And maybe, maybe even tonight, and as spiritual grandparents continue, as your spiritual grandparents are hoping to come about once a month to be with your group, maybe you'll have the opportunity to share some hurts. That maybe, just maybe, there's some spiritual grandparents in this room and some students who actually have gone through some similar hurt and pain. You see, the beginning of all friendships and new relationships are about finding common ground. But if we're honest, sometimes it can seem as though finding common ground or building a relationship between multiple generations could be really difficult. It's one of the reasons in our culture that a lot of times we keep generations separated from each other. And yet because we're in the church, and maybe some of you students are here and you don't even know Jesus. You're you're trying to figure out if Jesus is worth following. Let me give you one reason to consider following Jesus is that in the church and in a relationship with Christ, that we have more in common with each other, even of different generations, than we do with anybody else. That if we're Christians, we truly have the most important things in common. And that's that Jesus is our Lord and our Savior. What I want to talk about tonight is I want to talk about six ways that generations can unify. And I want this to be a message that encourages you as you begin this brand new journey, as you begin to build some relationships and friendships with people that are in a different generation than you. And so this message is for students, it's for leaders, and it's for our spiritual grandparents. Generations unify. We're going to use Psalm 145. Our first big idea is this. Generations unify when we tell stories of how God has worked in our lives. Uh, generations unify. Maybe some of you are going, I just can't imagine how could the generations ever come together? Well, here's six ways that that's possible from the book of Psalm chapter 145. Generations unify when we tell stories of how God has worked in our lives. Psalm 135, uh, beginning in verse three and four. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. You see, King David had seen God do a lot in his life. King David's the one who wrote this poem. He's seen God do a lot in his life, but it's not enough. It's not enough until he shares it. And here it's implied that it's the older generation commending what God has done to the next generation. But honestly, you could look at it that it's all generations sharing with each other the great things that God has done. Students and leaders and spiritual grandparents, I want to first ask you a question. When is the last time you took inventory, you took stock, you you you, you paid attention to what God has been doing in your life? And then when was the last time you shared that with somebody of a different generation. The Bible says one of the ways we unify as the body of Christ, as the diverse, multi-generational body of Christ is that we tell each other stories of how God has been working in our lives because God builds our faith when we hear stories of his power and his presence in the lives of others. I've got a friend, his name is RJ, and he's 28 years old. When he was uh, 19 years old, he was diagnosed with cancer. He, he came out of it. He did great. But the doctors told him he was never going to be able to have a child. 
a few years later, him and his wife got pregnant. It was an amazing miracle. And then just a couple months ago, he got re-diagnosed with the same cancer again. He's got seven tumors growing in his body. And he's asking really big questions. He's asking God, God, why would you give me a son if there's the potential I won't even be able to raise him? But RJ, RJ has a big faith. RJ constantly says that Jesus is the hero of his story. And it's why on Tuesday when RJ began an intense eight-month chemotherapy treatment where he'll be spending weeks on end in the hospital, he posted this. He said, just got checked in for my first in-hospital stay for my cancer treatment. Thank you for all the love, support, and prayers you have given to me and my family. Love you all, and I'm excited to see how God will use this for his glory. That's a story. That's a testimony. But students, you have those too. You have those moments where God has pulled through. Spiritual grandparents, you have seen God's faithfulness in your life for many years. We need to be telling those stories to each other. Number two, generations unify when we study God's word together. Generations unify when we study God's word together. The next verse, verse five says, they speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty and I will meditate on your wonderful works. See, meditating on God's word, it unifies us around a common belief. A common belief that God's way of seeing the world is the true way of seeing the world. That that reading the Bible together and studying it together creates this unity amongst us about who God actually is. But it gets better. Number three, generations unify when we proclaim God's goodness to a hurting world. The next verse reads, they tell of the power of your awesome works and I will proclaim your great deeds. You see, together as generations, even within your life groups, there's gonna be people and students in your life group who maybe aren't following Jesus yet, who aren't certain yet. We have the opportunity when we come together here on Wednesday nights in HSM or in JHM or when we get together in our life groups to proclaim who God is. To, to, to share with those that are hurting here in our church and outside that Jesus is the answer, that Jesus is the hope of the world. Number four, generations unify when we joyfully worship God together. And we just did that. It was so fun to sing together songs about who God is. Verse seven says this. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. Students, it's so important that when we gather together and we sing, the goal is not just to kind of like sit there and kind of be entertained. This isn't a concert. This is an opportunity to be face to face with the God of the universe and to sing to him, to proclaim to him how good he is. And when the body of Christ sings in unison, in one voice, we show the power of a unified and a united body of Christ. I think of, you know, one of our very first spiritual grandparents, the very first time we did this, uh, was a gentleman who many of you spiritual grandparents will know, uh, Bob Smith. And uh, Bob Smith passed away uh, recently, and, and I miss him so much. 
he, he was an amazing man. And, and Bob Smith and spiritual grandparents, if you're wondering what you signed up for, you'll be up here soon, okay? So just get ready. This is kind of what happens. This was one of our generation's nights where Bob Smith over there to the right, he had his little high school ministry hat on. He's about to stick his hands into some gooey, yucky spaghetti, all in the name of connecting with students. That's why he was doing it. And Bob, he, he would constantly pray for his students. In fact, Peter Hidalgo's here somewhere. Peter Hidalgo's over there. Uh, Peter was the leader of Bob's uh, group. Let's go to the next photo of Bob. This was Bob and his wife, Judy, with Peter and Mike Abasta and their first group. And we have some of you leaders here in this room, which is just, it's wild. That's crazy. But you see, these two, Bob and Judy, they invested in these group of boys. They poured their lives into them. And Bob loved to pray for people. In fact, I have on my cell phone, I have uh, one voicemail saved, and it's from Bob Smith. He called me on October 5th, 2020, and left a voicemail for me. And he just said, Pastor Eric, I'm praying for you. He said, Pastor Eric, I'm thinking about you. Love your family. And I mean, think about, remember what life was like in October of 2020? The world was a little crazy. And he said, I know things are crazy, but I'm praying for you. Love your family. You see, that's what's possible when we worship together, when we invest and we do life together. Number five, generations unify when we remind each other of God's unchanging character. Verse eight says, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as generations, we can rally around that and we can remind each other of the unchanging character and the eternal qualities of God. And then lastly, generations unify when we all recognize our need for God's compassion. Verse nine ends like this. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. Students, it's important for you to hear this and spiritual grandparents, it's important for you to hear this. Every generation and every person finds themselves at the same place in need of a savior. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how many experiences you've had. It doesn't matter how much you know. It doesn't matter how much energy you have. It doesn't matter what zip code you live in. It doesn't matter what family you come from. It doesn't matter how long you've been coming to this church. Every single one of us in this room have this in common. We are in need of a savior. And that God has chosen to be compassionate towards every one of us. That every person, every generation in this room, we find ourselves at the foot of the cross. And no one, no one except Jesus Christ can save us from our sins. And so in a moment here, I'm gonna pray for us. And then you're gonna head into your life groups. And spiritual grandparents, you're gonna follow the adult life group leaders. You're gonna head into your groups and I wanna encourage you, get to know each other, ask each other questions, especially you students. Ask some questions, learn about your spiritual grandparents, get to know each other, talk about God, maybe even share a little bit about what stood out to you from this message tonight. And here's what I can promise you. Spiritual grandparents and students, if you lean into this experience, if you lean into being in the same room together, talking about our lives and Jesus, we will all be better for it. And that's, that's how the generations can unify. Let me pray for us. 
Heavenly Father, I thank you for every single spiritual grandparent here. These people are my heroes. I am just so in awe of them and grateful for them, and I love them dearly. And God, I pray that tonight that every student and leader and spiritual grandparent would walk away feeling more connected to each other, that we would see the unity that's possible because we're Christians, because we're a part of the church, the multi-generational local church. And God, I pray that for years to come, there would be fruit and joy and benefits from the fact that we came together to be a part of each other's lives, to walk towards Christ together. In Jesus' name.